Hello and half a day, everyone. Welcome to One with Grief. I'm Kate Baltazar Dodge, and I'm super excited you're tuning in to this podcast. Thank you so much to KUAM and uh, the KUAM Podcast Network team uh, for giving uh, this space um, so generously so we can talk about all matters uh, about grief and your emotions and feelings and uh, normalizing all those things. Um, within ourselves and with with each other. Um, we just, uh, in our last p- podcast episode, we were talking about uh, resolutions. And I want to reiterate that resolutions are, are things that um, we resolve, resolution, we're resolute. Uh, we resolve to do them, um, but by no means does it, mean that if you didn't complete that in 2021, that it was a failure um, or that you only have till 2022 um, if you came up with something new. We're all a work in progress. And um, as we as we do the things on our list, our resolution list, for example, eat healthier, exercise more, lose weight, be a better parent, um, uh, develop myself professionally, um, give more to charity, uh, volunteer more, spend time with animals, whatever those resolutions may be, we're all a work in progress. And um, we need to be very, very gentle with ourselves um, because just the fact that we are making these resolutions and that we are we are striving to do better um, and and unlearning the things that we thought were good but actually are not um, and bringing ourselves into a better space, whatever that means for you, you're already doing the most. You're already doing it. You understood the assignment, right? So um, that just means that you are already in a place where you want to improve yourself. So we were talking about these resolutions about grief and emotions and I'm just going to jump right in where we left off. So the other part is I resolve to remember and honor my loved ones that are no longer here while I cherish and show gratitude to those who are. So your loved ones that we've lost can never be replaced. Each one has a unique and special place in your heart and life. Um, they'll always be with you. So just be encouraged and know that you don't ever have to feel badly about loving and grieving at the same time. Because again, remember and honor your loved ones that are no longer here while you cherish and show gratitude to those who are. You have to experience emotional perpetuity, right? Which means you are experiencing grief, let's say, due to the loss of a loved one or a divorce, um, the end of a relationship. But those who are still around you, your family, your friends, your siblings, your children, you are not doing a disservice to the ones you lost by expanding your heart and creating joyful and loving memories for those who are still here in your life. Does that make sense? You can honor your loved one. You can remember them, absolutely. Um, And have grief for them. But like we always say, grief and joy can sit together. So while you're grieving... 
the loss, whether it was through death, divorce, uh, the end of a relationship. Um, maybe you just had a really bad falling out uh, with a family member, you know, that is not going to be resolved in the immediate future. Um, and you're grieving that for whatever reason you're grieving that that's okay. Um, but do not forget the heart is a very, very resilient muscle and it can expand. Your emotions can expand so that you can continue to enjoy life with those that are still here. Those who are in front of you, ready to love you, ready to embrace you, who want to spend time with you and make joyful memories with you. Right? So let's, let's know that, you know, um, you can honor and remember those who are no longer with you while cherishing and showing gratitude to those who are. So next, I resolve to practice forgiveness. This is a doozy. This is a big deal. Forgiveness. Oh boy. Here we go. Here we are again with this conversation. Forgiveness is giving up the hope for a different or better yesterday. I'm going to say that again. Forgiveness is giving up the hope for a different or better yesterday. When we are grieving, whatever it might be, a relationship, the loss of a job, relocation, um, whatever that might be, Part of what causes grief is we're still thinking of what we could have done better, more, um, you know, what could I have done um, better or more? And if that is in the past, there isn't anything that you could do better or more. You need to just understand um that you have to not hope for a better yesterday. You have to live in the present moment, okay? When you're talking about forgiving a person, when you're forgiving a person who has wronged you, it does not mean condoning. Forgiveness does not mean you condone what they did. Forgiveness is not forgetting. It doesn't mean you have to forget the wrongs. Forgiveness is also not for them. It's for you. Because by forgiving, you are no longer allowing them to have power over you, whatever the wrong was. Forgiveness is for you. Forgiveness is a choice. Forgiveness is liberating. And it is absolutely an action. And in our grief recovery sessions, we do something that is a huge part of this program about forgiveness, surrounding forgiveness. Whether you were mad at this person or not, um, everybody has multiple grief events in their life. So a lot of this emotional pain that we feel has a lot to do with not being able to forgive. Um, if you are in a place where you're resenting other people in your life, whether they have died or are still alive, it consumes you. Um, so you need to get to a place where you can forgive them, where you can forgive them. A lot of people say, I'm going to take a little twist here because 
Uh, I have to give a, a little bit, a little shout out to uh, Father Jeff Sinicholas, who during a retreat, um, I was working at Sanctuary at the time, and we had a staff retreat. And in one of our sessions, he said, um, there are several tenets of forgiveness. And one of those things is expressing explicitly that you forgive someone. That is an action. A lot of us say, oh, I forgave them. You know, it was be it's between me and God. It's none of anybody's business, you know. Well, that may be true in a spiritual sense. Um, it's also true in a very basic human sense. You have to be able to say, I forgive this person. I, I forgive you. You wronged me for whatever reason, right? You hurt me. You took my land. You um, hurt my child. You stole from me. You uh, damaged my property. You, um, for whatever reason. But I forgive you. I forgive you. Um, forgiveness is not for the person who wronged you. Forgiveness is for yourself. Um, I don't know about you, but the real estate in my heart is limited and very, very precious. Okay. It's all beachfront property in here. And when you soil my heart, because I haven't forgiven you, um, that's a, I have a problem with that. You know, I can't hold ill feelings towards you because all that does is it pollutes the real estate in my heart. And I don't want polluted heart real estate. Okay. Think about that for a minute and it will make sense. So forgiveness is not for that person. And you know what? If that person doesn't care if you forgive them or not, that has nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with your feelings about forgiving them. The action you're taking to forgive them. Um, in our grief recovery sessions, we teach you the tools for this as well so that you know, are no longer feeling this emotional attachment and having this grief uh, over persons who are, are still have yet to be forgiven by you. Okay. This is a huge thing. Um, I, I, in fact, uh, I do a whole session in my coaching, um, not in grief recovery method, but in coaching about forgiveness. This is like the singular thing that brings so many, many people grief. It comes up in almost every session is that I feel badly about this grief event um, and I haven't forgiven them. That's, that's what happens. And this is what ensues. One year, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years later, when you've not been forgiven, when you have not forgiven that person. Okay. So I can go on and on and on about, <laughs> about it um, because it's so important. It's so important. We, we just go along saying, I'm not going to forgive that person because I'm never going to forget what they did. I'm never going to forget the wrongs against my family. I'm never going to, you know, forgive him for taking uh, this away from me. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have an absolute right to those feelings. Um, but that other person, you're still beholden to them if you've not forgiven them. You're allowing them to be squatters on your heart real estate. Not only are they squatting, like 
they're there and you don't want them to be there, that's what squatters do, right? They go on people's land and set up shop and you don't want them there because they have no rightful place there, right? Not only are they squatting in your heart, but they're also now polluting it. Okay, we don't want that to happen anymore. So forgiveness. Okay, email me about it. Uh, DM me about it too. Okay, next. I resolved to learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. What a concept. Uh, grief in of, it, in of itself um, is an uncomfortable space to be. Because again, we're taught from a very young age as young kids um, that we don't want to see you crying. Go to your room if you're going to cry. Or stop crying over that. Silly. Don't be silly. You're being silly. Stop crying. We'll get you a new toy. Stop crying if, you know, your cousin took your toys and whatnot. Um, it's no reason why grief is uncomfortable for us, right? Um, it's what we were taught as young kids. Um, so grief can bring on these conflicting feelings caused by the end of or change in a familiar pattern or behavior. Um, and no one likes change. I think we know that as human beings. Um, since you're already in a space where change is inevitable, um, it's best for you to learn some new tactics, some new strategies, some new tools. Um, and I think that that's exactly what, what we are always trying to get towards in our, in our grief recovery practices, right? Um, Grief is uncomfortable. So um, how do we get comfortable with this grief? And more importantly, how do we, how do we overcome it? You know, um, I think I've talked about this in another podcast, but it's just like, um, it's just like having a flat tire, right? Or in my case, for example, yesterday I had a dead battery, right? My SUV's battery was dead. Um, it turns out, probably one of my children left the light on in the back and drained the battery. Well, it doesn't matter how much time passes. I'm still in an uncomfortable position if I don't do something about that dead battery, right? So what do we do when we have a dead battery? We either go find someone to, you know, go find something to charge it up, go find someone to jump start the battery, we can call the dealer and get it towed to the dealer. We can go buy a new battery and try to put the, replace the battery ourselves. So there's all these things, right, that we do. But if I just sit there uncomfortably wringing my hands because the battery is dead, nothing happens. There's no progress. There's nothing that's going to fix that battery. And so... Once we learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? Like this is an uncomfortable situation and I don't want to be in it. Um, then suddenly we're, we're brought to a place where, okay, I just have to be comfortable and accept the fact that this battery's dead. What am I going to do? It's the same with grief. You just have to get to a place where you're like, I am grieving. I'm grieving the loss of something, someone, some situation, some intangible thing. I need to get comfortable with it. And what are the steps I need to take? 
What are the steps I need to take to get comfortable with this, right? So resolve to learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. It's when we are continuously uncomfortable about the uncomfortable situation. It's, we're going in circles. We're going in circles, guys. So that is why methods, folks like me, who are experts in grief, exist. It's our life's work. We're trying to get you who are in a un, an uncomfortable situation in your grief to be comfortable with your grief, where grief and joy can sit together, and then progress can be made. If you're going to keep being uncomfortable about your uncomfortable grief situation, and trust me, you will fool yourself into thinking you are comfortable. You're not. You're not. You're just disturbing. Okay, refer to previous podcast. Okay, so learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And this next one, I resolve to not rush my healing. So this goes back to the very first one that we talked about in the last podcast. Time heals all wounds is misinformation. It's an absolute myth. And I think I've covered this quite extensively. Um, because we all grieve differently and at our own pace. So we don't need to rush. Don't put a time frame on your healing. Uh, remember when you love deep, you will grieve deep. You love deeply, you grieve deeply, right? That's okay. Um, you can't constantly be in this place of being different, better, or more, though. Because that's different from grieving. Um, that's, again you know, wishing for a better yesterday, as I tell my grief clients. What good does that do? Um, so the loss of hopes, dreams, and expectations, yeah, cause a lot of grief. Um, but when we say don't rush your healing, it doesn't also mean stay stuck. Um, healing is action. Healing is progress. It's A, B, C, D, E, F. It's sequential, right? It's a, it's a, it's a journey. Um, and if we're standing in the same place, wishing for a different, better, different, um, something different, better or more, or wishing for a better yesterday, that's different. That's not healing. That's just being stuck. So don't rush your healing. But that also means take action towards it. Take action towards healing. Okay? Um, I think I want to touch on this last one here too. Um, I resolve to just breathe when I don't have the strength to do anything else. Grief is exhausting. It's exhausting physically, emotionally, mentally. Um, you'll have days when you don't feel like doing anything. Give yourself permission to do that and just be okay. Um, it's uncomfortable. It's painful. Um, but as we say, the only way through the only way to overcome grief is through it. You can't go left. You can't go right. You can't go over it or under it. You have to get through it. You have to get through it, right? And through is different for different people. Um, but it doesn't matter what your grief is. Um, 
the only way is through. And the only way through, through is with the proper tools. So you need to relax and just be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, just breathe when you don't have the strength to do anything else, honestly. Um, just take a step back, take a deep breath, say a prayer, meditate, do something that is going to bring you back to a place where you can begin to take action again. Sometimes that's all we can do, right? Sometimes that is all we can do, and I am convinced we are all doing the very, very best we can in this life. Well, all right, there we are. Um, this is uh, part two of uh, emotional and uh, grief resolutions uh, starting off 2022. Um, in our last podcast, uh, we covered some resolutions. In this podcast, we've closed it off uh, just to recap the ones from this uh, podcast, remember and honor your loved ones that are no longer here while you cherish and show gratitude to those who are. Uh, next, practice forgiveness. Okay. Learn to be uncomfortable, learn to be comfortable, that is, with being uncomfortable. Not rushing your healing. Don't rush your healing, but don't confuse healing and staying stagnant and stuck. Okay, not rushing your healing is not the same as staying stagnant and stuck. Um, and at the end of it all, just breathe. If you don't have the strength to do anything else, breathe, pray, meditate. Get your place self back to a place where you can begin again to take action towards your healing. All righty. Thanks so much, guys, for tuning into this podcast. I'm Kate Baltazar Dodge. This has been One with Grief. My absolute honor and pleasure to share um, these things with you uh, about grief and feelings and emotions. If you have any questions, uh, please feel free to email me, kate at katebaltazar.com. That's K-A-T-E-B-A-L-T-A-Z-A-R.com. You can find me on Instagram, um, and Facebook. Uh, you can just search up KB, KB grief recovery and DM me there. Um, and most of all, I'd like to thank, uh, KYM and everyone, uh, here, uh, especially the, uh, the KYM podcast network for, um, for allowing this space, uh, for healing and sharing, um, and normalizing grief and feelings. Thank you so, so much. Until next time, I wish you so, so much love and light in all your days. Uh, it's, it's so wonderful to be here with you. Until next time, adios. <laughs>